Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Um, the state of the Wallabies. Uh, we haven't really addressed it too much because I've, uh, in a lot of ways, been completely horrified by what they dished up over at the Rugby World Cup. Now, Alan Jones has written an amazing piece for the paper. If you remember Alan Jones, love him or hate him, over a long period of time has been very, very staunch with rugby. He was a former Wallabies coach. And it's very rare that Alan Jones comes out and is completely scathing of the state of the game. But he's written an article which I think if we don't and share it with you, we're not doing ourselves any justice. For those who don't understand and don't know the severity, that Australia were bundled out in the pool for the first time in a Rugby World Cup, did not even make the quarterfinals. Fiji had to lose by more than seven points for Australia to go through. And unfortunately, they were beaten by one point, which meant Australia exited the World Cup. Australia rugby's damage has been done once and for all. Alan Jones, love him or hate him, wrote this, and I think it's amiss if we don't talk about it. The Wallabies World Cup is officially done and change must begin. Yet getting rid of Hamish McLennan and Eddie Jones should only be the start. Much beckons. The humiliation inflicted on our players is now complete. They must live with this forever, he says. In what remains, there is an element of a historic tennis clash between Federer, Djokovic and Nadal. On any given day, anyone could win. So, Willoughby Island, South Africa, New Zealand, France. Though the World Administration of Rugby should be in big trouble due to the fact that the top four teams are on the same half of the draw. That's that's irrelevant. What do we learn now about the Wallabies? Well, the rugby family are saying, as the power of Hamish McLennan and Andy Jones has been exposed to public view, the reputation of Australian rugby has lost altitude. Just like Qantas... It's been flooded with complaints from customers about their performance. Yet, we never really see it. Rugby, and the London Times they reported on Rugby Australia, a car crash campaign goes, this was one of the all-time smash-ups. After the Welsh game, the London Times wrote, all we know for sure is Australia has just completed one of the most miserable 80 minutes of any Australian rugby team. Worst Wallabies in World Cup history. All this is true. Beaten 40 points to six as part of a reflection by Wales. Okay, let's talk about this chairman, Hamish McLennan. And I'm serious about this because rugby union, as much as it's a dying breed, a lot of people listening to us today send their kids off to school, they follow it, they want to see the Wallabies do well. 12 months ago, Hamish McLennan, was planning a bright future for the game with the talks of raising $150 million from private equity within weeks. Today, as of today, there is nothing. 
The chairman cannot hide away from the boardroom or ignore the wreck or pretend that, that he hasn't been in charge and it can't get repaired. Let's have a look at the team selections. The players with experience and ability that have been ignored, and this is quite true. Michael Hooper, Jed Halloway, Pete Samu, Ned Hannigan, Liam Gill, Sean McMahon, Quade Cooper, Reese Hodge, Tom Wright, James O'Connor, Tom Banks, Bernard Foley, Harry Wilson, all forgotten men of Australian rugby. And it's acceptable to the family of rugby that the chairman, that he met secretly with Eddie Jones and got rid of David Rennie before the World Cup. Jones is on $800,000 this year, $1.5 million annually after that. $1.5 million a season after that. Remember, this is Eddie Jones who attacked the media for being negative. Is it true that Rugby Australia now have got not one bit of private equity? They've got $90 million worth of debt and they want to try and keep this code alive. So Hamish McLennan is in charge. He put Eddie Jones back in the job. The chief executive at the time... Andy Marinos was the one who didn't want Jones appointed, so he left. He'd had enough. There is no rugby knowledge on the board. The players wanted David Rennie, and he was sacked. So, since 2020, rugby has been on the slide. Now, how do you change the game? How do you get it back? Well, you need to start at the top. It's embarrassing. Every single coach needs to attend the Australian Schoolboys Championships. Identify the better players. Let the players talk to the coaches. Let there be a pathway. Let there be a coaching scheme that works. Then... Get club rugby and start to cull some of these some of these absolute you know, we don't need Melbourne. You need ACT, Queensland, Brisbane Edit Point, sorry. You need ACT, New South Wales, Queensland, and the Western Force. Four teams. And you build. And you make a stronger comp. It needs a national academy and it needs to start again. It needs to start again. There are successful coaches that know rugby, but rugby has gone so far away from what they can do, they need to change. The Wallabies need to change and they need to start playing football again. The disaster of this has been unbelievable. It was a dismal, dismal World Cup. So, the worst World Cup ever. Thank you so much, Eddie Jones. You no longer have the right to coach this country. And they were knocked out of the World Cup by a Fiji team who were beaten by Georgia and beaten by Portugal. In their first World Cup win ever. My God. 
they don't even want to acknowledge what they've done. They don't even want to acknowledge how bad they've been. Just disgusting. Disgusting.